Welcome to Norge, Fremling. After listening to this course, the student will be able to learn Norwegian. Um, I've got uh, getting lots of complaints, uh, Jamie, because people are saying that I use too much time on the intro. I should just uh, oh. uh, just get on to the point and you know start the podcast. What do you think? I, I should have this. Uh... I like the intro. Um- but I think that the time we've just taken to discuss that is probably longer than the intro anyway. Yes. So, uh, today's theme. What do you want to talk about today? I'm having a bit open today. Is, it, oh. is there anything you special you need, want? Uh, you want something? Yes, actually, because I've been hearing a lot about it. It's called Yanteloven. I don't know much about it. and Yanteloven? Yeah, Yanteloven. I mean Yante. Uh, it was a joke, a joke for the regions. Jente, Jente, you know, Jente is girl, Jente is something else. So what have you heard about the Jente law? Um, that it's like a code of conduct. That's what people um, should be acting like or something like that. Or it's some sort of unwritten rule that is what caused Scandinavian culture to be what it is. Jente Yeah. Is that right? Do are you following that rule? Me? No, I don't. I don't know what the rules are, so I don't know if I'm following. So uh, this is. Uh, I'm trying to find this button. Language power. I like this uh, sound effect. So uh, yes, Jantelovin uh, is a set of uh, social uh, norms. Uh, that are, um, yes, as you said, unwritten rules of how to behave in uh, Scandinavian countries. Uh, Do you have any set of rules, kind of uh, stuff like that in England, for example? I suppose unwritten rules say please and thank you. Yes. Basic manners. Yes, about being humble. About being humble? Isn't please and thank you uh, all about being humble? In in a way, I think it is, but I think it's more just the fact that the British and UK Isles are such an aggressive nation that you need to have good manners just to stop violence. I think there's that element of it as well, because they did. I mean, they have attacked most of the world. Um, but do they regret that now? And that's why they say, please, and may I, please, if it, if, can I have this, can I have some more sugar, please? I think, I think please? the manners have always been there. And also when they've conquered the world with the, please, can I take your country, please? Yeah, well, you say please, pardon. they say please first, and if you don't... Can they, you I know, execute supply. you, please? Uh, yeah. I beg your pardon. We, we need some donations for our museum. So um, please, could you give us all your cultural artifacts? Because the British haven't given uh, the jewels back to India, where my ancestors, they are waiting for it. Oh, those The Kohi Noor, it's the, oh, the biggest um, diamond in the world, is on uh, the Queen's uh, crown, and she's probably buried with it. I. Um, it's been a lovely day today, hasn't it? Yes. So it's about being humble. And, and that's what Janteloven is also about, uh, being humble. Uh, but in a, a bit weird way, it's uh, a fucked up way, actually. It's kind of a way to show uh, equality and solidarity with uh, being a bit too humble. That's Janteloven. 
you want an example? Yeah, please. Is, is it sort of like a performative humbleness or is it a real genuine? Oh, humbleness? no, it's it's actually uh, and the hemmene. Can you hemmene? Hemmene. Hemmene. It's a bit uh, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Amputating uh, uh, way of being, uh, not to shilda ut. What is all right? Let's go back. What does helmena mean in helmena, English? Helmena. It's uh, I said it in Norwegian because I don't know the English word. Oh, uh, that's what amputating was the first thing I came up with. So you, you shall not think that you are better than us. Oh, as in, as in what? Just me in general? I shouldn't think I'm better than no. And you shouldn't think that you're smarter than us. Is this Jantelovin? Is this the... No, but it's just me talking to you. <laughs> and the production company. Yeah, this is uh, Jantelovin. You should not think that you're more important than us. Oh. You don't... You shouldn't think uh, that uh, you're... Uh, anything oh. which is better than us. So if you have that mentality, you are into the Jantelov business. And... Uh, that's what it's all about. And that is, it's, it's, Yanta is, uh, is, uh, it's, it's, it's just name of a town. And it's uh, from a writer, an author who back in the days wrote a book about and called it Yantelon because uh, that was the rule of that town. But, but, uh, but the law, Yanteloven, and the, that uh, way of being is much, much older. But the, just the name of that uh, set, you know, he put a name on it. It sounds like it was written by a very insecure farmer that was worried about someone going to the city and then coming back. Yeah, it probably is. It's about uh, if you've been to the city and come back, hey, don't brag about it. You're still a yeah. farmer, kind of. Uh, it's a weird way of showing uh, humility and uh, uh, over self-promotion. And they, they they have have that in other countries also, of course. Uh, almost every country in the world has that unwritten because everybody's not bragging yeah. like some Americans or Americans are good in the opposite. They're, yeah, they're the exact opposite. You can you um, can like uh, see an interview with some American artist, and so uh, so this is your petting. This masterpiece is made by me. Yes, this is probably <laughs> one of the top it, three best art pieces in the world oh <laughs> it, it does make me laugh because american culture they're much more likely to call someone a master of their craft or they're a master at this or they're a master at that yeah and they, they, you'll find them say that uh, i'm a master of this craft yeah but you just make chips at mcdonald's made but i am a master at the fries all right <laughs> it's just like it, it's weird um yeah it's either that or everyone's really highly educated in America and they all have um, masters. Mm, but of course you find humble people uh, mm. too. But that also works against its uh, purpose. Like you have a, a, a guy who's a professor and doctorate and this and that in something. And uh, the interviewer asks, yeah, you're an expert. Well, I wouldn't call it that, but yeah, yeah, you know, I'm just, this is just my opinion. The, uh, it's a false beschedenheit, false uh, modesty kind yeah. of. Uh, that's also, um, uh, yeah, w when it's revealing, it's not so um, that was Actually, that was something I was going to ask. Is, is is there ever a time, like, when you can cross the line and boasting becomes acceptable? Like, using Jan Sullivan. Like, say you are the world champion 
well, something? That's a very good question. And uh, the answer is uh, top of my head, all athletes. All athletes. So if you're a Norwegian athlete so and you're all number, over the world, number one, then it's acceptable for you to break Jantelöven. Every athlete in the world uh, breaks that Jantelöv uh, yeah. as an athlete because half of the athletic stuff is self-promoting and uh, bragging. Same with, um, surely that's the same with celebrity and just jet the idea of like acting or anything like that, then that would break Jantelöven, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, but athletes are uh, in a way allowed because uh, you have boxers. Uh, they're always talking about they're the best in the world. You have ski jumpers and everything because they have results to show, to back up. Yeah. And it's like, it's numbers and you can't fuck with the maths. So they're a bit kind of allowed, but all the other gray uh, area where it's uh, uh, about taste and that. What that's- about advertising? Because essentially advertising is the epitome of what Jantelöven stands against, isn't it? Because you're trying to promote a company and boast about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, but that's... Uh, then you're often promoting a dead thing, like a toothpaste or cream. But Jantelöven is more like... Well, there's one very interesting thing, though. When I was in the 10th grade uh, a couple of years ago, I... Uh, we had a school project where uh, we invited uh, the teachers, invited um, uh, the uh, students and their parents for uh, discussing uh, what we were learning in school. And uh, and my parents couldn't come because uh, they, um, they weren't into school meetings and stuff and they had their own thing to do. So, so I... I I was at, at this gathering with teachers and uh, where they were like telling the parents what we were learning. And uh, and we had groups like uh, you and uh, those parents, you go together and make one group and we were talking about Jantelov. And, and with me in my group, there was a guy who was another Pakistani guy in the class's uncle. And, and he didn't speak so well Norwegian. And he was also quite stupid and uh, I was a bit ashamed of him. Every time he opened his mouth, I was it was itching all over my head. He said so many stupid things. And in Pakistan, it's it's normal to say that you're somebody's uncle. Uh, so so he said that I I'm his uh, uncle, and I tried to explain to the Norwegian people, uh, not my real uncle, but just uncle because he's a Pakistani guy. And uh, so I told him that we're talking about the Jenteloven. And he said, Jenteloven? Oh, Jenteloven. Jente means girl in Norwegian. Yeah. So he thought that it was uh, rules for girls. Oh, and uh, so I said Jenteloven. And he was like um, interpreting it as the rules for women. And he said, we got the rules for women many, many, many hundred years ago. You're, oh, and you had this Jenteloven for a couple of hundred years. And I they said, what kind of rules are there? And I said, well, one of the rules is don't think that you are somebody. Yeah, of course. We have that girl <laughs> rules for ages. Oh, no. And don't think that you're important. Of course, we have all those rules and we apply them to the women every day. And we've been doing that for ages. So, so why? And, and you're coming here and telling me how to... 
to learn blah 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 blah. So we had to explain to him that yante and yente is two different things. So he was just bragging about that how Pakistan and India they got laws in general before any other countries in the world and was so, bragging about the antelope. So that made me more embarrassing and. Uh, yeah, I bet. I can imagine, because he's breaking Yanteloven, not understanding Yanteloven, being really sexist at the same time. Yeah. And I, really ignorant and not understanding that he's being an idiot. That's, uh, that's beautiful. one of the most uh, disgusting uh, meetings. Uh, I've had this happen like 20 years ago, and it's so uh, um, embarrassing that... Uh, I when I meet his uh, nephew, who was a my class fellow, I try to avoid him because really? I can't I can't look him in the eyes still like, without thinking about uh, it without thinking about his uh, uncle in the goose <laughs> eyes of the goose. <laughs> so uh, yeah, oh, man. I, uh, very embarrassing. We had yes. the girl rules for ages. So so that's uh, Janteloven for me. Every time uh, somebody says Janteloven, I think about Janteloven. That, and that's true also because in most of the world there is a yentelov, which is the same as the yentelov. Don't think that you are someone. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Oh, uh, that was uh, wrong music. <laughs> I don't uh, think there was any button. I meant that. But now times have changed. Yeah, there was no button you could have pressed there, I think, that would have um, redeemed that. It, this uh, so button. Yep, here come the extra bells. Do we have extra bells? Yeah, oh, you turned it up. Yeah. Oh, ah, <laughs> And you have a... Yes, thank you. And you have a... Somebody, you also can mix Janteloven with something called Bygdedyre. Bygdedyre, what's Big that? Bygdedyre, it means, directly translated, it means village monster. Village monster. <laughs> it's a nice uh, movie. Uh, yeah, that uh, sounds title, cool. Actually. Village monster. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, cinema near you. The village monster is uh, it's just a phenomenon uh, in the, the rural um, communities in Norway, Scandinavian especially, where uh, it's just about uh, where people are gossiped, like, when you gossip about specific monsters. And that phenomena is... Uh, like it's described the way which small communities can become oppressive towards each other's uh, behavior, kind of a uh, kind of a moral police or yeah, uh, the, the the way they keep outsiders in an arm's length. Uh, yeah, as you've experienced. Yeah, I was going to say much like my experience in Norway in in general. Tell me about it. We well, we spoke about it before. Here. It sounds like a therapy session. So I'm going to change the subject quickly. So do you think that if Yanteloven didn't exist, that Scandinavia would still be the way it is? Or do you think it would be full of really boastful people instead? Or I don't know, but uh, every time uh, an artist uh, gets up and uh, gets published uh, and gets attention, he or she always talk about... Uh, uh, how important it is to break the Janteloven wall for them uh, so that they hope that they can also be an example of tearing down that uh, wall. Oppressive uh, system. 
But it is like kind of crazy, you know, uh, like uh, me, I'm a stand up uh, comedian and I've uh, received uh, many awards and uh, I'm a very famous person. That was uh, <laughs> anti But whenever I'm out, for example, in Horton, especially in Horton, first thing uh, you've probably noticed, people use t- three minutes to tell me that I'm not talking to you because you're well-known, I know who you are or whatever. That's no reason for why I'm talking to you. I just wanted to talk to you because you're sitting here in a bar uh, alone. Which is funny because yeah. they'll then ignore the people that you're with and not talk to them at all. Yeah, and uh, many. So, so that's also kind of Yantelov. And don't think that you're something. I'm not talking to you about because of that. So there was one time I remember I was in the pub in Horton and uh, somebody said, "Hey, uh, we got kids in the same school." <laughs> <laughs> in the same school? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think that I'm just talking to you because uh, I know who you are and what you work with. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with that. I was just just saying hello, you know. Uh, it's it's normal here in this city. And I said, okay, there's a North, uh, there's an African gentleman sitting alone in the corner there, if you can see him. He's uh, drinking tequila shots uh, and having a beer alone. Maybe you should, when you're finished with me, could you go to him also and talk to him? Yeah, because he's present got yourself. Yeah, and he was like, ah, "Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, whatever, blah blah blah." So, yeah, so, and that's also a Yanteloven that you introduce yourself by saying that I don't give a shit who you are, and that's also very common that people say, "Hey, I don't give a shit who you are," and uh, you know, frankly, I don't even like your comedy, uh, but it's uh, <laughs> just wanted to come and say hello. <laughs> <laughs> Then, Why would you start a conversation like that? Then you have a twisted Janteloven yeah. with uh, drugs and a fucked up mind and you yeah. live in a little community Imagine, and you take yeah. it to new lengths and new heights. Imagine you, um, so you recognize the local bus driver and you see him in the pub and you're like, oh, yeah, I fucking hate your driving. I think you're always late and you're never, you're never safe on the roads. But I didn't want to talk to you about that. I just wanted to say hello because I... Kids are in the same school, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you don't have any kids. Uh, 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 that's all right. Uh, I just like want to say hello because we live in the same county and, you know, there are bonds between me and you that are unbreakable. Yeah, it's so strange. I just don't, yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a, a bit modernization of the Jantelov and uh, the big, the dyr, uh, the village monster. So this whole phenomena is kind of, uh, yeah, both of them. Yeah, it's, it's but, like a battle. So if you want to be famous, you have to break the Yanteloven wall yeah. and self-promote. And if you are feeling insecure or you don't want to be famous, you stick to Yanteloven and use it as a crutch. Is that how it works? Do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. That's uh, the whole uh, business in a nutshell. Very good. Oh. Thank you very much. Tell me about your uh, meeting with the Big Dire, the village monster, the uh, village? being uh, kept on an arm length uh, distance and uh, hard to get into this society. Do you said that you had some uh, challenges? Yeah, when I like, so. Oh, sorry. That's all right. You throw me off now. Where was it? Do I have some challenge? Yeah, I'd love Remember, open your mind. <laughs> oh, my God. So you you moved to a li- this uh, little town called Horton. And, Horton? Uh, Horton. Yes, Horton. that's very good, Yeppe. 
That's mm. exactly how it's supposed to. Yes. Yeah, it sounds. <laughs> That's very proud way of saying it. Yeah. You, like you're being sick a little bit and you're trying to stop. Yes. You're holding it down. That's So when you moved here, uh, did you have any challenges with the community? Was it you against them? Hey, you can't just come in here. You need to knock first. And by knock, I mean open your pants. So I, I, I had a weird introduction to the community because of COVID. So when I got here, everything was closed down. So you couldn't really go out and meet people anyway. But then the community I got involved with in Horton first was the nerd community. And I find that nerd communities anywhere in the world are always pretty cool and pretty welcoming and pretty opening because, or open even, because it's the... What is the nerd community? Like board game societies, card games. (laughs) I don't want to say how long because you'll take the piss out of me. Uh, role-playing games, that sort of stuff. Mm. I, don't, I, I mean, I, I don't know why I'm being so, so you, you So you came in the, to the community through the back door? I don't know um, what you're trying to insinuate there, sir. That you, you, you were like Clint Eastwood. You came into the American movie industry by doing Italian films. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so I met the, I met the nerd community first and they... And, they are quite open and quite welcoming, like compared to every other community. You had big advantage that you're from England and there are lots of football uh, enthusiasts in yeah. Horton. Yeah, but I don't. what I don't get is why everyone supports the racist teams because no one, no one has any. It makes me laugh. There are teams in the UK that are very associated with racism, racist fans, hooliganism, and what's... What's funny is a lot of those teams are the ones that the Norwegians support. So I ask them, like, when they tell me, because, that, like, you say you're a part of a team in the UK. It's mm. In a way, it's a mini declaration sometimes. And they're just like, no, I'm not, I'm not racist. I'm like, why are you supporting the racist team then? And it's, it's very strange. Um, but, like, the other thing is the team that I support is sort of like a mid-table premiership team, Crystal Palace. And every time I, I mention them, I just get sort of like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 Crystal Palace. is like they know nothing about it. So they only know about their one specific team. They don't really know much about the rest of the league a lot of the time. And it's, yeah, it's very interesting. They, they just support the football. They don't support the culture behind each team. Mm. Yeah, I have no um, knowledge about football at all. But to conclude everything, Big uh, Dodire is... Focused, this phenomenon is uh, focused at the negative aspects of social pressure, while Jamteloven is uh, focused at the positive aspects of group solidarity. It's called um, a Scandinavian uh, phenomenon, but it's it's probably all over the world, but not as strict and specific as it is in Scandinavia, especially in Norway, as uh, a lot of... Uh, and how to stop it, it's... It's uh, as you said. Uh, to stop it is just to promoting uh, the the idea of that uh, every individual is unique. Well, this is there's a saying in the UK actually, and it's everyone shits. 
Everybody so it shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter how high. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. REM. Yeah, I have a song about it. <laughs> so I used to love REM as a teenager, actually. Mm. Um, because so, of your ADHD, that when you got the REM asleep, then you were. Uh, oh, the band. Oh, that was, uh, either that was or. a nerdy joke. Either or. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, you've thrown me again. You keep doing this. See, everyone shits is that the idea behind that is just that it doesn't matter how high up up you get you could be the pope you could be like a number one best-selling musical celebrity with millions of gold records and millions of records sold or you could be a cultural icon Mm. you still have to sit down and take a dump once in a while Mm. and that's the same for everyone so you're you're that you're not different from anybody yeah so you're doing this Janteloven stuff now that's the closest I think it gets in the UK in a lot of ways it's just Mm. everyone shits you all shit, so don't don't think so. Let's high, go so. for the nerdy stuff then. You know, uh, the body contains oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, and nitrogen. That's the four uh, ingredients that uh, you have. Oh, uh, and do you know what the universe for four ingredients are? No, go on. Oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, and nitrogen. Oh, so we are the universe. Yes, I know that. Yes. that Space dust is supposed to taste like raspberries. I remember reading that so once. So it was just um, everybody shits into a, a bit little more intellectual. Yeah, it's very zen. If you were getting that, like oh, the, sorry, zen is not that music. Zen is ah, zen. Hi, Jamie Gorgeous. This is Sophia from Brockham in Surrey in the UK. I just wondered how have you got on adjusting to the cold weather in Norway? That's Mm. a very good question. Um, I didn't to start with. I really struggled, mainly because I wasn't equipped to deal with temperatures lower than minus 10. So... There's a saying in Norway that there's no bad weather, there's only bad clothes. And I I sort of, that's how I got better at coping with the temperature. I just got better at dressing myself, I think. The other, yeah, actually, there's a, there's a story about, there's a story about that. When I, when I first moved here on the infamous building site that I mentioned sometimes, I got given, these thermal pants but on the label it said super underwear so in my head i was like oh they're underwear they're not thermal so i don't need to wear any boxer shorts underneath so i put these super underwear on the the woolen legging things and i went to work and where i was working you were doing like 15 20 000 steps in a day and by the end of it my balls were so raw that I couldn't walk properly because obviously the you're supposed to wear underwear with super underwear. But I didn't realise that because it had the word underwear in it. So I was just like, oh, I can just wear it. So then I think I had to spend about three weeks putting talcum powder on myself just so I could walk around and, and not be in, in pain because I was chafing so much. So that's a so that's a good tip for any foreigner really going to a cold place. If it says super underwear on it, it's not underwear. You wear it over your actual underwear. And if you do make that mistake and go for a walk for a long time and you're a bit chafy, talcum powder is your friend. 
So uh, what you're saying is, uh, or what you should know, is dress in layers. That's very yeah. important. You need to dress in layers. And we'll talk about that in a later episode. Uh, what kind of layers? Because we have a, a, a wool episode coming out soon. Uh, all about wool. And uh, there's another thing that's very important uh, to know. And that's be prepared for the darkness. That's very Because you're living in Norway and that's uh, on the Globus. That's where you put your price tag for the Globus. How much does this Globus cost? Look up here where Norway is. That's, yeah, it's uh, $35. So it's dark. It's very dark. And if you're not prepared for the darkness, you'll get dark. Yeah. Um, you can buy a therapy lamp or whatever specific things and just be prepared because that can destroy you. And the longer north you get, uh, you have periods of three months, four months where there's no light at all. That's rough. That's uh, very rough. And of course, uh, embrace winter sports, because if you don't have anything to do in the winter, it will kill you. Yeah. I mean, you, there's only so much wanking you can do before it gets a bit boring. Yeah. And combine wanking with winter activities. Make a snowman wank you. <laughs> you can buy them from Wish. But there's a, it's, a, it's very boring if you don't have anything to do yeah. in the winter. And the winter is like almost uh, half a year. Well, it was, this is the thing, right? It was lovely and sunny and there was all the snow was nearly gone yesterday. Yeah. And today there's been a snowstorm. Everything's covered in snow again, and it's just started to rain, so it's going to be like walking around in icy slush for the next week or so. Word of the week, and uh, today, word of the week, Jamie, what's your word of the week, and uh, do you have, uh, what's the word you've been thinking about the whole week? So, today's word of the week is, I thought I'd try a new voice there. Hmm. Beschedenheit. 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 Yeah. What's that in English? It means modesty. Modesty. Modesty place? Do you remember? Modesty, Mod yeah. modesty place? Modesty place. Blaze. Blaze. Agent X, Agent X7. There was a cartoon uh, magazine, Modesty Blaze. I don't, I've never heard Female of it. Uh, detective. Uh, it just like James cool. Bond. Modesty I'm, Blaze. No, I've never Agent heard of it. Agent X no. Inspector Gadget is more my thing. I oh, think. that's uh, like a funny, yeah. Um, yeah. Inspector Gadget. But uh, Modesty Blaze was uh, like uh, like Conan the Barbarian. Oh, wow. But uh, but uh, the seriousness of Conan the Barbarian, but oh. not like Karun, but she was uh, she was very good. And, oh, uh, that's cool. Yeah. No, it's so more, Modesty, okay. Yeah, but shed and head, Modesty. And I looked this up and apparently you can't, there's a word called Shedden. Or shedder. Shedley. 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 Yeah, which means vagina, like the clinical word for vagina. So it, oh, shedder. Shedder, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the same spelling, so it means you can't have modesty without a vagina uh, in, be, in Norway. Shed means message, and uh, N means one, and het means hot. So you can twist it uh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And, and shedder also, it means vagina, but it also means... Uh, a necklace and it means uh, a chain and it means 
a lot of things. Something you wear around your neck, basically. Mm. But beskedenhet is one word. It's not uh, three words put in one. And yeah, modesty. And we've talked about modesty. Norwegian modesty yeah. and the Janteloven. Yeah. Be modest. Don't stick your head out among the others. Because... You'll get shot. Yeah. Oh, you'll get uh, frozen out, which is the Norwegian way of shooting people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, because in Norway, if you're very good at something, you will help the other people who are not as good as you to become as good as you. So the, there's not uh, like in the US, if you're good, everybody will work hard for you to get better and better and better. Uh, but here, the good guy helps the bad guys so everybody is equal. Well, there's a saying in the UK that, that goes with that, actually, and that's a rising tide raises all ships. So that means as the water comes up, mm. it brings everyone up with it. Yeah. Unle oh, obviously, unless the ship's bad, in which case it'll sink. But I suppose that's for my exam in season three, isn't it? So uh, I used to, a little period, I had a normal work. I used to be a seller. That's cool. Seller? It's seller? Or yeah, working uh, sales. Uh, yeah, it's not the basement. I used to be a basement. That's a seller. <laughs> a seller. Uh, and uh, I, I was, and uh, now I'm uh, breaking the Jantelov wall. Break so it. I was the best seller in the whole business. Uh, they had a diploma of me on the wall. How many sellers were in the business? Uh, oh, there were hundreds. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, but I had the record to sell, uh, you know, wildlife magazine uh, subscriptions. Uh, the old record was uh, 27 subscriptions in seven and a half hours. Oh, wow. Uh, the 25 subscription in seven and a half hours. And I broke that uh, record with 27 subscriptions in five and a half hours. Very nice. So I sold that. Uh, and, uh, and they got, and the only thing that uh, I gave them a knife. And if you subscribe now, you'll get a knife, uh, a very nice hunting knife. Uh, you can see the picture here and there. And I sent them a picture. What they didn't know that the knife was uh, as small as a matchbox. <laughs> so you couldn't even open an envelope with it. You could. Uh, it was too. It was like little, smaller than a nail cutter. Little baby knife. Yeah, you use it to like uh, cut up ants in small pieces. Just a, a stupid, stupid knife. But uh, in pictures, it looks like uh, a Rambo knife. But it was a Rambo midget knife. Oh, so, uh, but they got that. But nobody complained, and um, that was okay. But. Uh, yeah, so, so when I got to be that super seller, instead of letting me just continue and make money out of that, they put me on the most difficult task they had. Oh, that's nice. To sell the Europe's only weekly tele and uh, communication and computer magazine. That sounds awful. Telecom Review. I, I felt tired just you telling me the title of that. I nearly fell asleep. That I, was... I sold uh, four in a week and they fired me. And really? I said, but why can't I just uh, uh, keep on selling what I used to sell and sell better than all the others? Well, uh, you, we can have you back in work, but then you can teach the ones that are not doing so good and learn. Uh, so just so everybody gets to be equal. Sounds like really good management there, where you was working. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Word, 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 word.
we doing word of the week again? So that was word of the week with Jamie Andrews <laughs> and Sahir Ali. <laughs> mm. Mm. Nice recovery. Norwegian food today. You will have a jantepølse. I so. Um, did, ah, cheese. This yeah. is Norwegian cheese. So I'm just going to describe this. It's sweaty. It's a slice of cheese. It's got a hole in it. We had to kill it, it looks, first, you know. Yeah, That's like, the shot. Do you know what? It's have we had budget issues or something? Are we are we struggling? Is this why I've got one single slice of cheese? Uh, I should put it on the bread. Um, of course. I mean, is that have we got problems? Is that is that like do we need to? Shall I do a call out for sponsors? I have some financial problems. Yeah. Do we need do we need sponsor? When I signed up to this course, it said it was the best budgeted course to learn Norwegian. It is, but it's low food budget, and this Norwegian cheese is actually very special. But of course, if you had some good budget, I would uh, give you Nekulost. Nekulos yeah. is like a cheese flavored with cumin and spices. Very Key good cheese. cheese. Yeah, knuckle means key, doesn't it? Yeah, and you have gamalost, which is like a, a smelly aged for months cheese. Or you have Jarlsberg, that is the equivalent, equivalent yeah. for uh, the Swiss cheese. But I got you first price cheese. I'm, do you know what? I'm going to hold this up. I'm going to take a selfie with this cheese before I eat it. That's not gonna, so radio friendly, but uh, and I'm going to use it for the um, for the cover so, for that epi- for this episode. Look at it. Just so this cheese is uh, Norwegian and it's uh, cheap, but it's used on the mouth pockets uh, on every bread piece in Norway. So please have a taste. Okay, and- I'm going to eat it. Like I'm not. I'm not disappointed. I do like cheese. It's just... Um... Just eat it, please. Okay. I don't like it because it's a very cheap cheese and it tastes like nothing. It doesn't taste of anything. But thank you for telling me that just after I've eaten it. That oh, was, um, sorry. That's, that's really kind. Really kind. Just like, here, eat this sweaty it's, cheese. It's not even yellow. It's almost white. Yeah, it but is. it's, it's like... first price cheese. Like, it doesn't matter... If it's first price or not, what matters is it is shit. It's just it's just a whole slice of disappointment. I'm going to eat the rest of it just out of spite. But on the dice, for this whole food of the week, Norwegian food section, this gets a one. Welcome, or th- thank you for listening. Not welcome at all. So I'm tilted by the cheese. Please listen. Please follow us on social media. Please share this. And please get us some sponsors because I don't want to have to eat slices of cheese like that anymore. Um, follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Uh, our Facebook page is uh, Language Power. And uh, please leave a comment uh, if you can. Love you.